What's going on, Gym Bros and Gym Girls? My name is James, and welcome to episode 17 of Gym Bro Talks, where we dive into the minds of bodybuilders. Now, today we have Brinks on the show, aka the Baki of TikTok. How are you doing today, Brinks? I'm doing well, James. Thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. No, thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the show. I know you are an incredibly busy guy, or right? you're doing school, you're coaching clients and then you're making content and a whole bunch of stuff going on your plate there um do you mind kind of telling us a little bit more about yourself i know a lot of people already know you but maybe just like a little bit of a background yeah sure so grew up in california all my life um four years ago i decided to move out to arizona to go to asu um to study business supply chain out there i actually just graduated um a couple months ago and currently what i'm doing is online bodybuilding coaching and then I work as a, at a restaurant part-time, and I also uh, obviously make content for like TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all that. Um, and yeah, following my passion of bodybuilding and trying to make it my life. That's amazing, man. It's really good to hear. So what I want to ask is, um, you know, I'm cur- also currently going to school for business, and um, I'm also doing this coaching thing and this fitness thing on the side. And I feel like th- with the stuff that I learned in school, it almost doesn't really apply to what I'm doing right now. So do you feel like the stuff you're learning in school is actually helping your business at all? So I think subconsciously it kind of does, but in reality you don't, it's especially in high school and in college more so even like you don't really learn a ton that like really applies, at least for business sake. If you're majoring in business, like it doesn't really apply too much to like what you're doing. Um, Most of the time it's very like, uh, level zero, like level one stuff that they're kind of teaching. Yeah. But I think, uh, it does a little bit help. Um, and I think college, um, connections are super important. So that's also a big thing. Um, but actually the actual learning material, maybe not so much, like doesn't really apply too much, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So are you doing, uh, coaching clients full time? Yeah. That's basically going to be my main source of income going forward. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so you get, if you don't mind me asking, you get all of your clients from TikTok or just like social media in general? From social media in general. I have a thing where it's uh, on my um, application where it says like, where did you find out about me from? And most of it is from TikTok. So yeah. Right, right. hundred percent. Because I know, you know, at one point you went across my FYP. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's huge. <laughs> so the name suits you. The name suits you. Um, and, and that's For why, sure. yeah, that's why I was really uh, eager to get you onto the show because I really want to talk about, you know, how, how you got that physique, you know, the stuff, the training that you went through. What do you particularly do different from other creators, other influencers or other bodybuilders uh, for that matter? So um, yeah, I want to kind of get dive right into, you know, the fitness aspect of it a little bit before, you know, we kind of jump into some other topics. What would you say you do differently than other bodybuilders? So, um, I wouldn't say I do any much different. I mean, everyone has their own different training style and their approach to diet and training. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I am different probably than a lot of like influencers because like, I don't really live, I don't really live more so like an influencer to like create content is more about like bodybuilding bodybuilding is always first training and eating are always first um but uh yeah i don't know do you want to delve into like the training style or like um nutritions or what was was the actual like yeah let's dive right into the the training part of it because i noticed one of the biggest things i noticed that you do which i find a lot of people overlook 
is like really controlling the weight. Like I'll see videos of you like really focusing that on that eccentric, and then you fucking every dude every every movement. I see your eyes are fucking closed, and you're just like focusing <laughs> on that my muscle connection. Like, what are you doing when you have your eyes closed? Are you like going to your dark place, and you're just fucking like that dumb bitch, like fucking dump me some fucking like breaking <laughs> out these weights, or you know what's going on there? <laughs> Honestly, bro, I'm not I'm not like the the a lot of the homies where it's like the uh, trying to like the, the girl in the back of the head, not like that, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. I do try and train very intensely. Um, so just the training style I have now is um, more of a lower volume approach gotcha. and then uh, very high intensity. And I think the high intensity is like, it's something that takes time. So I'm still like kind of developing how to train intense, um, as intense as I can. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. Um, I do practice like very uh, controlling weight, um, focusing on negatives, Um and like very proper execution throughout all my sets. Awesome. Um, I do think that like, I, I didn't always used to train like this. Um, I got a coach uh, about when I did my prep about a year ago and he kind of uh, developed or instilled this like type of training into me. Um, and that's kind of what I've been doing lately, but it's not always how I've trained. Mm. It's just kind of something that I'm doing now to see how it works, how I like it and how my body reacts. Um, and so far, I think it's uh, given me great results. So it's something I'm going to keep doing. Now, if you, um, if you were to yeah. compare the way you were training before versus the way you're training now, which one would you say is better? Um, I wouldn't say there's... I would say the way I train now is probably better. Um, I think it's different for everyone. Gotcha. Like, um, the best training style is going to be different for everyone. But, um, like, I used to train very, like, high volume, like, more, like, forward four sets of 12 for like everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I now it's like, you know, I do two or three working sets. Um, and it's different because um, when you lower the amount of sets and the lower the volume, you really have to make sure that your intensity is at as top as it can be right. because you're doing less. Um, so it kind of makes the quality of your sets um, more important. Um, so you put a little bit more emphasis as if, you were just doing like four by 12 for everything. Gotcha. Um, so that's kind of how the training style is approached now. And so you're doing, you know, to true failure every single time. Yeah. So I, I have like a set rep range, um, for my sets and then I will go into, I will pick a weight, um, that I'll fail within that rep range whenever I'm choosing it. Mm, yeah. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. So it is failure basically every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Because uh, I know, like, there's, I've talked about this in, in other episodes, but there's, like, some people, or quote-unquote experts, that'll say if you leave, like, reps in reserve, it actually is beneficial for you because then you can push to your maximum potential for the next set. But then I think the mm -hmm. key, really, at the end of the day, it comes down to just being able to achieve, like, muscular failure because that's what's actually going to force your muscles to grow. And I think uh, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times... Uh, people don't actually know if they're training to failure, right? Because I think your mind gives up before your body does. Like you feel like, oh fuck, this 100%. is this is hard. Like this is, and then like I might ha I might I might have like ten more reps in me, but I already given up because it just feels so hard. Um, and mm -hmm. so I think for that matter, like there's there's just different variables that actually come into play. But I think training to muscular failure most of the time is probably the way to way to go for muscle growth. Yeah, you're exactly right. It, it is. It's so much more mental than physical. I think when you get down to that, 
the last five uh, five so reps because it's it's really you can do it. You just have to uh, believe you can and tell your mind that you can. Um, but yeah, it's something that like like I said, it takes so much. It takes a lot of practice, a lot of time to really learn how to train to absolute failure. And it's something that I'm still working on today for some exercises. You know, it's it's uh, it just takes practice, honestly. Yeah, and I think your your mind is actually such a powerful thing. It's so powerful. Like I, mm-hmm. I like even for myself from my experiences with you know myself when I'm training and for my clients as well. Um, we'll do like let's just say we're doing like a bench press and we put we slide like twenty five pounds on each side and they're like oh fuck I can't do this it's too heavy, um, and then we're like okay we'll we'll go down you know we'll put ten pounds on, so then we put ten pounds on instead and then they'll they'll go onto the bench. And then I'll like secretly slide like those extra 15 pounds on each side again. Yeah. And then they'll yep. do it. And then, uh, and then after the set there, and then they're like, Oh yeah, that felt pretty good. I'm like, you look at the weight and they're like, what the fuck? You know? Cause I think, <laughs> I think the mental barrier is actually such a powerful thing. If you think you can't do it, you're not going to be able to do it. I think before you yep. go into every set, you just got to have that, like that, that, that mental power to think that like, obviously you don't want to go over you don't want to like ego lift and like put a bunch of weight on and you can't do it you injure yourself but you want to have that mental power where you're like yes like i can do this um and you go for it and you try yeah i agree so i mean yeah obviously like one of the most important parts of bodybuilding is progressive overload um and you're right you have to believe you can um you have to believe you can beat the reps that you did last week yeah. Um, but then again, you have to be careful because you don't want to progress too fast in the sense where mm-hmm. you're losing that form and you're losing the execute the proper execution. So it is like, you know, something that you just have to balance out, make sure that yes, you are progressing, but you're also, um, keeping that same form and, uh, you know, you don't want to, like, obviously don't want to get hurt. You know, that's the biggest thing to, I'll have a long career in bodybuilding, so. 100%. And I think that kind of plays into mind-muscle connection, which is another thing I think a lot of people overlook. Do you yourself focus a lot on mind-muscle connection? Yeah, I think it is. I think mind-muscle connection is very a, a very important part of bodybuilding and the, the training that I do. Um, so I do think that there's some exercises where it's not – as important Mm. um i think that it should be a balance of and again this is like i'm still i'm 22 years old and still trying to figure out like what kind of works um Mm -hmm. because i think bodybuilding is you know you listen to science you listen to people that have done it and you listen to like Mm -hmm. and you you know realize stuff or you come to conclusions based on your experience but um i think that it should be like training should be a balance between yes, like really great mind muscle connection exercises. And then also exercises that are just, um, not so much mind muscle connection, more so just moving weights, um, and focusing on like really getting like, it's not, not using terrible form, but not using like the most perfect form, you know, just attacking weight and being intense with weight. Um, I think there's, there's, there's room for that. Yeah. I think it's, I think it, plays into mostly whether or not it's a compound exercise or a isolation exercise, right? Because, uh, mm, yeah, you know, when yeah. you're doing, like, compound exercises, you got to go hard. And this, you're, just, mm. you're utilizing so many different muscle groups that it's you can't really focus on one muscle group per se. So, But, exactly, uh, but yeah. I think, like, in, like, a, say, like, a quad extension or a bicep curl, like, really focusing 
on that bicep in the pretricle, I think is very important and like to really get that contraction. Yeah, I guess like I guess it's more so like uh, isolation versus compound. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I would say is kind of is kind of key. But what what would you say is kind of the? What are some ways to improve mind muscle connection? Um, improving mind muscle connection. I mean, first things first. You just have to nail down your form and execution. Um, I mean, that's really when you'll start to get that mind muscle connection that's also something where you kind of like it's not going to happen like overnight especially if you're just starting out um you just may not feel like you don't really have those muscles to really like actually feel yet you know so it just takes time for like even if you're not feeling it yet just make sure you have the proper form and execution for all exercises and then eventually like you you'll be able to start feeling it more but it just takes time i think but number one key is make sure your form is on point yeah, I agree, man. I think there's a lot of like clients of mine or like just people in general that I train with at first when they start training, like a lot of people can't flex their lats or they can't flex mm-hmm. their yeah. chest. And I think that's just a lack of like practice or a lack of like not going to the gym for a lot. Like if, if you go to the gym for a long time and then you keep practicing and you keep mm-hmm. focusing on that muscle, then eventually you're going to be able to flex your lats. Eventually you're going to be able to flex your chest. So exactly. Yeah, you're right. I think it's all about just like training long enough and training hard enough. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So I actually I wanted to dive into some of your specific exercises. Uh, one of them being, I believe it's a lower trap exercise. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's the one where you put the cable system at the low point and you grab opposite side and then you pull up, you know, towards the back. Um because a lot of people don't do that exercise, um, and I know it can be important, but what, why would you say that you put it in your program? Um, if, you're t- if we're thinking about the same one, are we talking about the one where it's, a, it's, so it's cables, and then it's uh, like dual arms, and I'm just going kind of like up? Yeah. Uh, it was, I put it in the beginning of my shoulder workout, I think. I think is that's that, Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I think that's the one. Um, so yeah, I like that exercise a lot. It's, it's a little like, it's rear delts, um, side delts. Um, and I, I use it before, um, before I do my compound, my, uh, shoulder press on my shoulder day. Yeah. Um, but I really love that exercise. Uh, what was the question about it? It was like, what, why do you put it in your program? Cause you know, you, I, you, I guess you get people like uh, JPG or something, which will say like, I don't, I think he does that exercise as well, but because the muscle fibers in your rear delts run along this way and so if you're doing a rear mm-hmm. delt fly from up to down technically it lines up better with the muscle fibers so when you're doing it like this are you also getting a lot of rear delts or is it you also get like low traps or like rhomboids in there as well yes yeah, so you get a, you get a little bit of that too and then it's also uh side delts more than root uh, oh side delts, delts i would say okay i, I see yeah, yeah 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 um and yeah i do th- i do the i do actually do the one where it's like above you um for the rear delts yeah but um this one's more for more so for side delts i see um and i do it i program it right at the beginning honestly right now um just to kind of fire off my 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 delts and get them get them really like already pumped before Mm. my um my compound with my shoulder press Mm -hmm. and it's again it's something i'm playing around with um 
in terms of like my exercise um like scheduling like order, and where yeah. i put it in my exercise order um but right now this is something i'm doing just because this is how my uh my coach that i hired this is how kind of he programs my schedule or my my programming where he would put um something like that before my um like a shoulder raise before my shoulder press or like he would put like a leg extension before my hack squat um and honestly, I'm not, I wouldn't say like, I completely love it yet. Um, it's something yeah. I'm still just trying to play around with. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. That, that was actually going to be my next question because I noticed like with your shoulder days and your leg days, you're doing some isolations on the, on the machines first before you go into like those heavy compound lifts. And from what mm-hmm. I know is that when you're doing something like that, you actually lose some strength, right? You lose some power during your compounds lifts where you're actually trying to go heavy, um, which is why I was wondering why, you know, you did that, but I guess you explained it a little bit right now. Um, But I guess it would make sense if, I don't know if this is how it's supposed to be laid out, but I guess it would make sense if for the isolation exercises, you were actually doing a very low RPE and kind of like a higher rep range just to kind of get some blood flowing in there. Is that kind of the idea mm-hmm. behind why it's laid out like that? Um, I have done, I have programmed myself to kind of do it like that at times. Um, and again, yeah. So like I'll do certain leg movements right now before, right. um, like my big compound movements, like, um, like I'll do adductors still adductors and like a hamstring curl before I hit my like hack squat and leg press and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of just get my body like already super warmed up for everything, especially cause like a lot of injuries, uh, originate from the lower body and everything. So I think having like, you know, getting your hips open yeah. with the adductors and getting your hamstrings involved already, I think it's good um but you're right like it's it's tough to um when you put out when you put exercises like a whole bunch of like isolate isolation exercises before your compound lifts like your hack squat your barbell squat those will be weaker if you're if they're later on mm-hmm. um so it kind of just depends on what you want um what your goal is mm. so i think right now is like kind of what i'm doing right now is i'm kind of transitioning back to like putting my compounds more at the mm-hmm. beginning of my workout because progressive overload on those compounds are going to be i think the most important part of like really progressing so and obviously you're going to have you're going to be able to push more um and progress better if those compounds are at the beginning if those barbell squats at the beginning of the shoulder press at the beginning yeah um because you will be taking out a little bit more but um yeah i think it's just playing around with different things different styles really yeah and i'd say warming up is so important a lot of people don't warm up they overlook warming up they're just like ah oh, fuck that it's, it takes too much time but it's yeah like, Bro, like if you want to be injury free, if you want to be pain free and like if you don't like you don't want to work out with stiff muscles, you literally don't want to work out with stiff yeah. muscles, disjoint. It just doesn't feel good. You don't have enough strength. So like do your warm up and not even just like I think a lot of people stretch before their workout, which is also another uh, no go for me just because I th- when you stretch, you actually lose a lot of your muscle power as well because you're like lengthening the muscles unless you're doing it for a certain purpose, I guess, right? Like if you were, say, doing a squat and you had really tight calves and you couldn't um, get your knees over the toes, um, maybe that would be like an ideal situation to actually stretch the, stretch the calves. But I think other than that, you shouldn't actually really stretch too much. I think di- dynamic. Yeah, I think, I think light, light, yeah, like light static stretches are okay at the beginning if yeah. you want to start off with that. I think a little bit, 
uh mostly dynamic stretches is what i do Dyn yeah. dynamic stretching and then like just a lot of like different mobility work especially for leg day um different things to get my hips open and everything like that and then you know like hop on the treadmill hop on the stairmaster for a little bit get your body warm you know yeah yeah 100 like do you super important you're right yeah do you do like cardio for a long time like like if you if you were just warming up would you just do it for like 10 20 minutes kind of thing yeah if i'm gonna warm up with uh like just walking on the stair uh the treadmill i'll just do like five to ten minutes yeah yeah yeah. but do you do cardio uh other than just warming up like in your program um yeah so it depends i mean so when i was in my bodybuilding prep i did a lot of cardio right. or i didn't do a lot of cardio um but i did a lot of walking right like expenditure as my cardio basically yeah um now i don't do it uh as much um i still try and walk a lot um that's kind of like the main source of like my cardio if you will if, if you want to call it cardio but i don't really do a ton of like uh stairmaster or like i don't do any running or anything you like don't that. yeah you don't really bring your heart rate up above like a certain like you're keeping it relatively low and you're kind of just like yeah like a low steady state cardio i see i see i see yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's what most bodybuilders do right yeah i would say most of them probably do that yeah and like I guess the reason is because you are trying not to risk muscle loss. Is that kind of the reason? You know, um, yeah. So when I, when I, uh, my coach that I used to have, that was kind of like um, his rationale for it. Why I did the low steady state cardio was just because mm -hmm. like um, he thought that like, you know, getting my blood or getting my heart rate up and like pushing too hard on a stairmaster might help might actually make me lose a little bit of muscle um so it's kind of the walking is slow so slow slow steady state that maybe can hold a little bit more muscle um i'm not sure how like true that really is right. um but i think that's like kind of the rationale why people do it yeah 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 i think i think if your goal is like mass then i would avoid cardio but I think if you were just trying to build muscle and you're just trying to be lean, I think doing cardio would be would be okay, especially if you were to consume the right nutrients and the right amount of nutrients before and after the workout session. I don't think yeah. you would risk too much muscle loss. So Yeah, and, and I think I think cardio is good. I personally think cardio is good for everyone. I think everyone should do some form of it just for heart health. Um, and it's also helpful yeah. for like um digestion and um like helping your like bowel system and everything like that you know i didn't know that it was helpful for digestion but that's that's good to know yeah yeah like it's uh i know it's it's really good to like like after if you have a, like a big meal after or if you have like a big meal like go for like a little bit of, like a uh, like a 15 20 right. minute walk and it kind of like digest your food a little bit yeah um or like you wake up and you can do some cardio and it kind of like gets your day going so like you're ready to eat stuff like that you know I'm pretty sure that's like, um, I think that's kind of how it works. I'm not like, I'm not like, I didn't really major in any of this. So it's like, I'm not like 100% yeah. like all science about it, but yeah. that's kind of like what I think. Yeah. I think cardio is important for, for many reasons. So like you said, like heart health is so important. Like your heart is a muscle. If you don't exercise it, then it's not going to be as strong and as efficient to pump blood throughout, you know, your body. And I think number two is that, uh, doing cardio actually i talked about this with uh big ron jones he's another influencer uh but he was telling me that cardio is so important because when you're doing your muscle training 
you need the blood, you need the oxygen to pump into the muscles. And so if you do cardio, it's going to work more efficiently. And so you will get more pump and more pump will obviously help recovery. It'll you know help you build muscle uh, in the long run. And then the third reason I think why cardio is so important, I talked about this with Dr. Ids in episode 16, I think. And Dr. Ids was saying that uh, your so you know how you have like two layers of fat so you have your visceral fat and your subcutaneous fat mm-hmm. yeah so your subcutaneous fat is the fat that's like just under the skin and then your visceral fat is the fat surrounding the organs and so your visceral fat is like the most harmful fat if you have a lot of it you have high chances of heart disease high chances of cancer and whatnot and he was saying that he, what he's suggesting is that the visceral fat is uh, very sensitive to sympathetic activation and your and your uh your sympathetic system is activated through stuff like cardiovascular activity so like stuff like walking running whatnot and so that's gonna help you redistribute the visceral fat into subcutaneous fat so you're not necessarily getting rid of the visceral fat you're just redistributing it um, hmm. which is if you have less visceral fat, it's going to be healthier for you. Um, and then you can do your calorie deficit and then you lose, you know, all the fat and you look leaner and, uh, and healthier. So I think cardio, yeah, no, you're right. Is, is, is very, very important. Yeah. 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 I agree. That's interesting. Though. I didn't really know that. That's interesting. I know, man, dude, I, I, I did that episode with Dr. It's and I fucking <laughs> learned so much. It was like a one hour. Uh, who is it? Doctor Itz? I don't think I've ever heard of him. He's uh, so he's a doctor. Well, obviously he's a doctor. Uh, <laughs> he works at a hospital, but he's also got his master's in nutrition. So okay. Uh, he's, I think he has like two million followers on TikTok. I'm not too sure, but the hmm. like one hour talk. He was he would pretty much talked for like ninety percent of the podcast, which like I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. it was so insightful man you, i learned so much it was even talking about like because i was asking him about cholesterol you know liver king right obviously yeah. uh, liver king was like fucking i don't i don't give a shit like i don't i don't know uh, i don't believe in cholesterol um that's just that's just fake <laughs> and then dr is was like no cholesterol is real so i was, I was asking <laughs> yeah. him about eggs right you know how some people are like oh yeah don't eat like t- more than two eggs a day or don't eat more than three yeah. because because it raises your cholesterol. And then I was asking him, uh, Dr. Ace about it, and he was saying that this is how you know, like, this is how I realized I actually don't fucking know anything, dude. Because what happens <laughs> is when you hear one thing, you connect it to all these other things. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. eggs are high in cholesterol, so it's going to raise my cholesterol. He was like, no, not necessarily. Because eggs are so rich in nutrients you eat the eggs, the other nutrients actually helps like su- suppress the cholesterol. And so, yes, it does raise your cholesterol, but then the other nutrients in the egg suppresses cholesterol. So technically <laughs> you can eat as many <laughs> eggs as you want in a day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you eat a lot of eggs? Um, I eat, uh, I have one egg every day, one whole egg every day, and then 10 ounces of egg whites every day. Eight, you said eight whole eggs and then 10 ounces of... No, one one whole egg oh, and then eight ounces or 10 ounces of egg whites. Oh, is that right? Yeah, is mostly it, egg whites, but I do have one whole egg. You're just trying to like lower your fat content, fat intake? 
Um, I actually wouldn't say lower my fat content. It's it's easier for the egg whites are actually easier for me to eat. Um, they have more protein as well. Um, but it's not about that. Yeah. It's also I just yeah hate like the whole eggs. Like it's they're just way, way harder for me to eat. I I rather eat the egg whites. No way. Honestly. No way. Which is weird. I know I'm like the opposite of most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Because when I'm when I'm like trying to like lower my fat intake i'll like just eat egg whites but then when i scramble that shit dude fucking no egg whites are so like it's not creamy it's not creamy <laughs> like how do you cook your egg whites you, you, huh how do you cook how do i cook eggs? them yeah i put um i just put them in a pan i put them in a pan and with olive oil and that's it i i'd much rather eat it like that i can't i hate i hate the yellow part no it's hard for way. me to eat <laughs> yeah so so <laughs> So do you scramble it or you just you just fry it? I kind of just like throw one egg on, throw the egg whites on, and then just kind of cook it, flip it like a couple times, a little scramble, and then just oh, eat it like that. Fuck. And then you fucking season yeah. it with a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Uh, nice, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, why don't we dive into your diet a little bit? What's your favorite go-to snack because i know you there's one video you're eating rice crackers you got a little bit of peanut butter on it and some bananas yeah 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 i remember that one i don't really yeah, i don't really eat that anymore that was more of like a i was eating that while i was on prep right um with the rice cakes i was big on rice cakes when i was on prep but man i don't really have like a favorite snack i literally tell people like sometimes like i'll take it like a chicken breast and just eat it as a snack like i'll just eat it like a whole chicken breast just eat it like that's that's like a snack to me honestly <laughs> i'm kind of weird like that are you are you one of those guys that don't care about like the taste like the flavor you just eat like strictly for performance yeah i was just talking about this on my last podcast <laughs> i was like so when i was on my my bodybuilding prep when i was pretty low on calories mm -hmm. i started to care more about like the food i was eating so i tried to like i seasoned everything and made it all look nice and taste really good but now that I'm back in my gaining, my bulk phase, like, I literally just eat, like, plain chicken, plain turkey, rice, like, I don't even, like, sometimes I don't even season stuff, just eat it, you know? Yeah. Just for, just because I gotta eat it. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, do you, would you say you're pretty, like, disciplined? Because obviously, like, you, your main, you're, you got your business, right? You're doing your coaching, you're successful on in content creation. You're working now. You're Thank eating you. well. Um, yeah, and I, I I highly respect that. That's kind of where I want to be. That's my goal. But uh, you know, in terms of like everything else in life, do you how how like disciplined do you think that you are? Um, I think I am. I I'm very disciplined when it comes to things that I really care about. So like bodybuilding. Um, this is like my main passion. This is what I love to do in my life. So I'm very like disciplined with it. But then think there's also, you know, I'll be honest, like there's things that I, you know, don't care about as much. And I'm not like, uh, like school, like I wasn't like the best student because I just never really liked school. Um, so I wasn't the most disciplined in that. Yeah. But when it comes to things I love, like bodybuilding, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually started my podcast like three months before my semester ended four months before my semester ended and my mm -hmm. fucking grades just like <laughs> yeah because i was like fuck this man yeah. like school is so boring i'm not learning jack shit obviously like i'm learning like uh, like useful stuff like the economy or like fucking math or whatnot like it, it's it can be 
useful. But I was mm. like, you know, I like you know, podcast, fitness. That's like my line of like work that I want to be in. And so I've placed so much more focus. I'm glad I passed though. I passed every course, which is good. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> yeah. Like how were, how, how were your grades in, in school, if you don't mind me asking? So in when I was younger, all through up until high school, I had gotten like a couple, like I had gotten basically all A's all my life. Like I was a really good student, but then like once college hit, it was like, I was kind of done with it. I was just, uh, yeah, I still got pretty good grades, but like towards the end, it was just like C's and B's and stuff, just passing, passing classes, you know? Yeah, that's good. Because it gets just, it's so boring after school, school for so long, uh, for so much of your life, it just gets kind of monotonous at the end, just reading a book and taking quizzes and tests like that. I don't know how people become doctors and go through like 12 years of school after high school. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> either, man. My my brother, he's doing his PhD right now. He's been in school for like fucking 15 years. I'm like, that's so crazy. What's wrong that's, with you? I mean, but some, some people, some people really like school, like the structure of like, you know, you study and you take tests. Like I have a roommate who just loves like, really? uh, like the structure of like schooling. So, I mean, people are different. Some people love it. Yeah. I guess like some people like bodybuilding, some people like, you know, being a doctor. So, um, I guess if your passion lies in it, nothing's, nothing can stop you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, fuck dude, I got like all season high school, man. So really, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those kids all season high school. Great. Grade 12 year, bro. I skipped like 50% of my classes. And I just fucked around. I was the same way, bro. I was the same way. I had like, I think my, at the end of my, my senior year, I was like my, just my senior year, I had like 280 periods missed. Like so no much. Way. Yeah. Same way, bro. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> what did you do? Like what, where were you going? Uh, I don't know. I was, just, uh, I just wouldn't go to school. I hated it. Uh, my parents were on me, but I don't know. Yeah, I would just stay home sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but now that now you have now you have you have a degree or is it a degree? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a, I have a bachelor's degree from ASU. So it's now coaching. so now you have one in your toolbox. So whenever you need it, you could like just whip it out and just use it. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. You probably don't see yourself using it in the future, though, right? You're probably going to be in the bodybuilding line of work. So I don't, in the, in the near future, I really don't see myself using it. However, um, I mean, maybe, who knows? I think uh, down the line, I think I think down the line it will 100% be useful. I think it's already useful now. Um, being supply chain especially, um, it's so big in our world today. Um, you know, it's one of the most popular like business, uh, parts of business that's going on right now. It's kind of new as well. Um, and, you know, if I, especially if I like, create my own, my own business or whatever, like it's going to be important to know about some yeah. of the stuff that I did learn about in supply chain. So I'm right. um, just with like moving different products and everything and like the whole logistics part of running a business. So I think it'll be useful. Where do you see yourself as like, a, you know, influencer and bodybuilder in the next, like, say, 10 years? Oh, next 10 years. Well, it um, almost feels like a fucking interview now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, I never really, I never seen myself as an in, as an influencer. Really, uh, it's always been like bodybuilder. Uh, I'm more so. Mm -hmm. um, my plan is to eventually become an IFBB pro. Mm. Um, 
I think I can do it in 10 years, yep. within 10 years for, for sure. sure. So that's going to be a goal. Um, I mean, yeah, I just want to keep growing on social media, I guess. And then win shows, do well in bodybuilding competitions, do well in natural bodybuilding competitions. Um, and then, yeah, grow my coaching platform and then maybe eventually create a business. Um, I'm not really sure like what that might be yet, whether it's like clothing or who knows, like, or I mean, outside of my coaching, like, I don't know, but eventually I think I will do that as well. But yeah, man, you're going to get there hundred percent. I already know it. Like fucking, I appreciate it, bro. No, no doubt, bro. <laughs> Thank no you. Doubt. Like <laughs> you made a lot of videos on this before. Which is like, and honestly, like, I'm going to say, like, I'm guilty of this because I, I saw you in my FYP. I'm like, like, this guy's on fucking gear or some shit. <laughs> but like, uh, like, yeah, I know, like, I know you're not. And I know you made a lot of videos on that. But like, how would you like, how do you feel when people think you're on gear or on PDs? Um, I don't really think much of it anymore. Right. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's like a compliment, honestly. Yeah, um, right. It's, it's, it, people, most, most, uh, the general population, I don't think really understand, like, uh, how big you can get naturally. Um, like, not really everyone, like, bodybuilding so niche, not many people really understand it. Um, yeah. so I don't, I don't mind when people think that I'm on gear. It's, yeah, people can believe whatever they want, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, my true followers know that I'm not, and I know that I'm not, so it's, yeah, it is what it is. Fuck, I wish, I wish people thought I was on gear, man. Uh, <laughs> no but like obviously we know that like so if fuck, i always fucking, yeah fuck i always forget the acronym bro um <laughs> will you be are you would you be considering in the future to hop on peds yeah so i'll de i'm definitely like in the future it's not like completely out of consideration like i i might eventually mm -hmm. i thought about it um but for like the near future and, and like honestly like even like five years or so like i don't plan on doing it but mm -hmm. you know if i get to the point i i want to become a pro ifbb pro naturally and um i think i can but to win mm -hmm. a pro show um and to be like eventually possibly be on the olympia stage or something like there's no way i can really do that naturally yeah. So, um, it's not out of uh, question, um, just not yet, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I know you talked about this a, a lot before. I think all I was gonna say is because you already achieved this physique that you have right now without being on PEDs is already so impressive. And I think the fact that you might hop on PEDs is gonna be like, it's gonna go through the roof, bro. Like it's gonna be fucking insane. But. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and like, like you said, like in your videos, people don't, especially the young kids these days, scrolling through TikTok, they'll just see like all these influencers on like SARMs or Test or whatever, and they're just like, you know, everybody's always just looking for shortcuts these days. Yeah, uh, and they kind of overlook the importance of diet and the importance of training. One thing I actually wanted to ask you is. You know, people say it's 70% nutrition and 30% training. Some people say 50-50. What do you think is the ratio is? Oh, I don't know. See, I personally think that for me, I think it's, I made the biggest jumps um, 
when I really take care of my nutrition. So I think nutrition is more so important than training. However, I think they're, I mean, they're, that, that's two, those two, nutrition, training, and sleep, like, mm. and or rest. Um, like, that's the three, the big three that you got to, like, take care of. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what I would put on percentage-wise. Um, it's hard like, to say. I mean, yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. Especially, it's hard to say because, like, I've, I've, meet, I've met people before that have phenomenal physiques that don't really, like, take into consideration their nutrition too much. I've seen um, And, like, so it's just, it's tough. Like, I, I don't know. Honestly, like, it kind of makes me rethink, you know, <laughs> like, what really is the most important. Because, like, some of these just guys just, just train super hard and train well, but, like, don't really eat the best but they still have a great physique so i don't know it's, it's a balance but i'd say that's the three most important things rest um training and diet that's really it yeah man those guys that fucking eat like shit and get like incredible physiques those guys are like just super genetically blessed i think like you're super yeah blessed. true yeah. and yeah genetics plays like a huge role in what you're able to accomplish like and you really just can't control it. Like some people are really meant for bodybuilding. I think I have great genetics. Um, and yeah. it's, you know, some people just don't, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's it plays a huge role. A huge role. Huge role. Huge role. And I think, you know, a lot of people, I think some people, they hear this, they're like, oh man, I'm never going to be able to achieve, you know, Brink's, you know, physique just because, you know, he has great genetics. I don't, I can't put on muscle very hard. And I think, you, I think people who hear it, just don't be discouraged. Just try your best. Make the best out of what you have. Uh, I think that everyone has the ability to build muscle. It might take longer for you. It might not. Um, you know, some people have, they say, like, better lat insertions, better chest insertions. It doesn't matter, man. Like, just try as hard as you can. And what makes you look good, just own it. Like, you'll, like the fact that you're putting in work already makes you better than the average person is my opinion exactly i agree and yeah like so yeah going back to like so you said like yeah if people ask me all the time like you're saying like yeah i'm never gonna be able to get to your potential it's like that's true like you're never gonna look like me i'm never gonna be able to look like you because <laughs> we have different genetics you know and like you'll never know what you're what you'll be able to look like unless you put in like a lot of years of consistent training diet and um like actually put that into practice you know so like a lot of people like kind of give up or like become um discouraged after you know a year or two years of lifting but you have to understand that like i've been lifting and uh like doing this for like so long like nine years of my life and like i didn't always look like this like it, it's taken a long time mm -hmm. so i mean you just gotta like keep i mean if anyone's out there watching you're just discouraged and you don't think you're gonna look like your favorite influencer i mean yeah, you won't look like them maybe, but like, you know, I mean, consistency, you keep going, um, you keep doing everything you think is right uh, for a long enough time, like you'll build a great physique. Um, but yeah, I mean, and you won't look like anyone in particular, but you'll look like yourself, you know, and like, you'll bring a different look that like, maybe no one's ever seen, you know, so. Yeah, um, exactly, man. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Can I ask? You had short hair before, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, yeah. this guy looks like Baki." Did you grow out your hair <laughs> for that look, or, uh, or was it more so like you're just you just trying out the long hair? 
Yeah, I used to have I used to have hair like longer than this actually before oh. I did all, before I did social media and everything. Right. Um, and then I cut it. Um, I cut it for like I don't know why I cut it, but I did. And then I just since my bodybuilding stuff, I just decided to grow it out. I haven't got a haircut in like six months, so now I'm just growing it. <laughs> did, did you ever watch Baki? Dude, I, I honestly I never did. I never really got into like anime stuff. I remember like the first time I ever posted on social media, everyone's like, yo, this guy looks like Baki. And I'm like, Who's who Baki? is that? <laughs> Who's this Baki guy they're talking about? But <laughs> it's it's big. It's really big in the fitness uh, bodybuilding world. So yeah, it I, is. Know, I know who they are now. <laughs> it is. No, I know. I remember in high school, I never got into anime. Like all my friends would be talking about anime. And I'm like, fucking what a bunch of nerds. What a bunch of geeks. <laughs> and, and then eventually I was like, fuck it let's like, let's just see what it's about and as i watched my first anime and i was like oh fuck like this is actually this is actually pretty good like the story is yeah. like the storyline and like it they like the plot they just put so much work into it and i think it's actually like anime is definitely worth watching i think you should watch baki just because people say you look like baki <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm a, i really never watched an episode but i might i might have to just to just to actually get the realization of like actually what it looks like <laughs> but oh yeah i was actually gonna ask you so i okay first of all i don't know why i fucking even started a podcast in the first place to be honest um but i don't regret it like i've been inviting people like you on the show and i have a really nice talk with them and i connect with people i make friends and then i learn also a lot uh about you know the science behind fitness nutrition and their experiences and whatnot um but what I wanted to ask is for the podcast that you were on just like not too long ago, what was like kind of the stuff that you guys talked about? Um, so like I said, it was, he calls it like, he has like a lot of different like podcasts or like social media accounts where he does different things, but his one was called the natural bodybuilding podcast. So we just kind of talked about like, um, like competitive bodybuilding, uh, my experience, kind of like my same, like we did today, like my training, my nutrition style and right. everything like that. Um, yeah. And then like kind of my experiences and like what got, got me into fitness and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And why like nat we talked about like natural stuff and all that stuff. Cool, man. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering, just, yeah. just, just out of curiosity. Um, but yeah, why don't we spend like the last little bit, um, kind of if you would tell if you have any advice to tell any lifters out there anybody who's watching this podcast you know what tips what advice do you have for them yeah so um i mean kind of like what i had said before i mean you may just get discouraged um like if you just if it's not coming together right away um but that's just because bodybuilding or like just fitness in general trying to lose weight gain weight whatever it is like it takes time you know it takes a lot of consistency and effort um and it doesn't happen overnight so keep pushing i i'm i promise you like nothing nothing great happens overnight like it great things like um they take a while you know so i mean like it pays off in the end and um you just gotta keep going you know and uh, I mean, in terms of like how you go about it, you know, there's a lot of information out there in the world. There's a lot of people that know what they're talking about. A lot of people that don't. Um, but I mean, try and just, um, indulge in a lot of different information from different people, listen and kind of come to your own conclusions. Um, don't be narrow-minded. Um, you know, 
be open to different uh, trains of thoughts um, and different people. Um, I mean, t one of the biggest peop uh, per people that I listened to um, growing up and who taught me so much about bodybuilding is uh, his name is John Meadows. Um, if he, he actually passed away recently, but um, his YouTube channel is still up and like he has some fantastic information if you ever um, That was like probably like the my main source of info whenever I needed anything about bodybuilding learn anything about bodybuilding so um, And yeah, I mean there's a lot of great other guys now that are doing great things, but um, Learn as much as you can. I'd say try and learn from YouTube more than TikTok or whatever um, uh, But yeah, and just I just keep going like it doesn't happen overnight um, it takes a while, but it's worth it. And once you start seeing results, like there's no better feeling. And that's when, that's why people become so addicted to bodybuilding and fitness, uh, the fitness lifestyle, because it's just so addicting to see results day in, day out. So yeah, my biggest advice is keep going. Yeah, man, I totally agree with you. Just, just keep, I think consistency is, is key. Sorry. I was just looking at, I was searching cause I didn't know who John Meadows was. I just searched him up. And he died, right? Like at age forty-nine. That's like really young. That's a really young age. Yeah, it was really sad. It was. I think it was. I don't. I think it was two years ago now. But um, yeah. great guy. Like uh, one of the like the best or like most respected bodybuilders. Um, really like ever. Um, so. Do you know? Do you he, know he what was the cause? Like, uh, pretty sure it was like a heart attack, heart heart issue. Right. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I, right. I think that's what it was. Um, but yeah, what was, but, um, what, yeah, what was that other guy that passed away recently? That was also, uh, there's been a, it's actually, it, yeah, it's oh, been there's been a few. Are you talking about the influencer kid? The bodybuilder? No, not that one. Not that one. I know that one was a motorcycle crash. Um, yeah, um, there was, there's a few different, a lot of different bodybuilders kind of been passing away lately. It's, uh, so Cedric McMillan, um, uh, else okay there's like there's like been like a few others there was like dallas mccarver right. fuck yeah um i don't i can't i can't put my name on them right my finger on them right now but there's been a few that have passed away it's just sad it's just sad man they like sacrificed their health to achieve their dreams which you know like i think if you value your dreams more then i think it's a highly respectable thing yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bodybuilding is, you know, it's it's not the safest sport by any means, naturally or unnaturally. Like, it's still not. It's not healthy. Like, I wouldn't say it's healthy. Um, but I mean, when you're passionate about something, you'll go all in. You know. So I respect I respect everyone that uh, does it because, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's like I said, it's not the healthiest thing. But yeah, man. Like, you, taking pre workout every day can't be healthy i don't think it's healthy yeah that's just like i actually don't take pre-workout but yeah. yeah i don't you don't take pre-workout eh? i know there's a few other bodybuilders i had on the show that say they don't take pre-workout um and uh wait but what why would you say what would you say is the reason like why you don't take it like you do you just don't need it like you feel enough energy like when you're working out yeah, I grew up um, all my life. My parents wouldn't. My parents literally wouldn't buy me anything yeah. in terms of like, or let me let me have anything in terms of like, uh, like even like regular everyday supplements like pre workout or like creatine or whatever. So I just never had it most of my life growing up, and then I realized like I never really needed it, and then 
I tried it a few times, but I feel like it's obviously the caffeine is going to help um, for sure. If like you're tired, like it'll give you a little boost, but I feel like I never really need, I never really need it. You don't, honestly. you also don't take creatine. Um, I, I, I've gone through like, so I don't take creatine right now. No, I've gone through like a few times where I do it. It makes my acne. I have. I'm still very prone to acne at my age, um, and it kind of makes me break out even more. So I just. Gotcha. I kind of don't right now. Um, I have nothing against it. It's a great supplement for sure. But it's just, for some reason, I don't know why, but it makes me break out even more. So I don't take it. No. Yeah, dude. My my parents are kind of the same way. I remember when I first like in high school, I wanted to get protein powder, and I remember like my dad wouldn't let me. And he, yeah. he would, and then eventually, like, I convinced him, and then he bought it, but he took it to uh, our physician just down the road. And then he was at, <laughs> he was asking the doctor, like, is it safe to take? And then the doctor was like, hey, just calm down. Like, as long as it doesn't say <laughs> anabolic steroids, you're fine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro, honestly, dude, the, the, Asian, the Asian parents, bro, that's yeah. what it is, bro. Yeah. They're, they're worried. They're worried about what we're going to My My parents are, like, so still worried. So they think that I've hopped on gear. <laughs> they, oh, really? They've been so worried. Uh, they've, they've, they've asked me so many times, but. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, every, they're, they're very every time I'm, like, every time, because I still take protein, like, every time I, because I still take, like, protein, like, five out of seven days of the week. And, like, every time I'm taking protein, like, I'm scooping it in the cup, like, I just get this death stare from my mom. She's, like, she's, like, she's, like, because, like, I put on quite a bit of muscle in the last, like, couple of years. And she thinks mm-hmm. that it's because of the protein powder, which, like, ultimately <laughs> it is, like, ultimately, like, obviously protein is the thing that builds muscle. But then she thinks that it's the powder that's, that's, like, <laughs> sp- like building muscle in my body. And I'm just like, yeah, oh, it. yeah. Like I've tried very hard <laughs> to explain myself, but uh, it's it's very difficult. So, yeah, they don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I feel you, bro. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you take? Do you take? Uh, so you don't take creatine right now. You don't take pre-workout. Are you taking protein powder? So I don't. I don't really take protein powder either. No, I. <laughs> Um, that's another thing because protein powder has this, uh, most protein powders, there's like, um, vegan ones that it's like pea protein, yeah. but, um, most of like the common ones for most supplement brands, it's, a, uh, it's whey protein and it's kind of like a, it's like a milk, like protein isolate protein. And, um, I know that's just something that can cause acne as well. Um, cause the dairy, uh, and I, so I try and I said, I try and stay away from all dairy and that's another one thing that I don't take is protein powder because of that. Bro, um, you've got to be the healthiest bodybuilder <laughs> in the fucking fitness industry. I bet the fucking supplement companies hate you. I bet they hate you oh, yeah, so exactly. much, bro. See, that's the problem. I'm, I'm with, I'm actually with one right now <laughs> and I don't promote them like ever, bro. Like oh, I, I never goodness. promote them because I just don't really like, like I said, like I'll use protein. I use protein powder like maybe like once a month, and I'll use pre workout like once a month. But I never, I don't promote it obviously because I don't really use it. Um, and yeah, I've thought about like trying to get a sponsor with a different supplement company, but I just don't really use <laughs> supplements so too much, you know. And then you would have at least the main, the common ones. <clears throat> and then yeah. you would have to lie about it, which you probably don't want to do, right? Because you don't want to be, yeah. you want to be as transparent yeah. as you can with your with your followers. 
Yeah. And there's some that I do take, but it's just, I take some supplements, but less like, the, the most common ones. Pre-workout, pre, pre protein powder, and creatine, I just don't take right now, so, yeah. But you take, like, multivitamins, like omegas and whatnot? Yeah, I take, like, fish oil. I take, like, uh, digestion pills. Um, I take, I do take EAAs um, during my workout, and I also take, a, I have an intracarb um, powder that I take. Um, but, and a few different things, but I, nothing like, uh, nothing common, Not, none of the, the three common, most common supplements I don't take. So <laughs> yeah, intro, intro workouts definitely are, are not popular. I know like, yeah, yeah. And I, I know my, my ex manager, he always took a, like a carb drink when he's working out, um, which That's makes sense, right? Like you want, you want, to, you want your glycogen to be at its optimal levels while you're working out, but why don't you mm -hmm. take like like is there a difference between taking the carb drink or like just eating like a banana during your workout um i mean so it's diff there's difference in like the actual like carb itself so um but like no i think that you can eat like, like you can have like a banana mid-workout instead of like having a carb drink but um it's just then like you know you're eating in the gym you know so it's like like oh. it's like it's easier it's kind of just easier to like oh i um, see what you mean just have you know sip on it throughout your workout rather than like i'd rather not have like a you know god gotcha. i mean like I, I see people sometimes have like candy or like rice cakes or whatever yeah. which is like that works too i guess but like i just don't want to be like eating in the gym you know i'd rather just drink something yeah <laughs> that has yeah, carbs. yeah yeah 100 100 percent yeah, I, I guess, like, if you were to go, like, a really natural route, you could, like, make some, like, honey water or some shit, right? Yeah, true. I guess you could do that, yeah. yeah. I'm never, I'm not, I don't take it that far. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, sorry, I, I said it was only going to be 10 more minutes. It ended up being, like, almost 20 more minutes. I'm having a really good chat yeah. with you, if you can't tell. Um, yeah, I, I like talking to you, yeah, 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 me too, man. I think this has been a really great chat, but uh, I don't want to keep you for too long. I know you got a busy day ahead of you, so uh, I guess uh, if you have no, if you have anything else to say at all. Oh uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm good. Um, thank again, thank you so much for having me, James. I really appreciate it. I'm glad I can like, um, I'm doing this more often now with different people and getting on and just sharing like who I am and like my beliefs and. Uh, just talking uh so i really appreciate you having me on seriously thank you so much yeah yeah no thank you so much for for coming on to the show